आज की ताजा खबर बेंगलुरु में रहने वाले लू और अमेरिका में रहने वाले सेठ आपसे कुछ बात करना चाहते हैं संगीतकार राजस के साथ आपका स्वागत है What's going on people? I'm Lou and I'm Sid and we are Lucid. So, welcome to another episode folks. Sid, do you want to say something? Uh no, I'm really excited for this ex- episode. That's about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, actually, uh yeah, me too. I mean, right before we just started guys, we we both Sid and I were like just having a small conversation on what exactly we wanted to talk. Yeah. And uh, both of us were just like bouncing off each other's thoughts and then we were just like no 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 wait let's stop let's uh, just dive in and uh, let's do this in the podcast <laughs> so um, very very excited for today's episode here to me as well um, because today's episode is going to be in a kind of space that both of us have not really explored a lot so there's going to be a lot of speculation there's going to be a lot of uh, personal experiences like with these technologies and also uh what we have kind of seen and what we kind of feel and think about these things because we don't really have an expert with us right now but it's all going to be our thoughts and we have not really done this kind of an episode till date but and we want I'm to i'm very excited <laughs> for yeah and i'm very excited for doing this what about you said definitely bro definitely i think uh, uh right before i went on my trek you were like uh, do you want to do an episode on these topics and uh, Uh, and you are like i've read a lot about it but i need another person to bounce ideas off i just can't talk about it <laughs> and exactly. i'm like okay cool i know about this but i still need to research so yeah we took like some time to read about it understand and think about it so yeah let's see how this episode yeah. pans out <laughs> yeah and when we are talking about these technologies these things what we're saying um in specific are these two different new technologies by open ai they're called gpt3 and dali2 and for the past i guess one month or more than a month now um, i have been super super excited about these things super excited and very very skeptical and yeah um, was talking to sid a lot about these things uh, anyways uh, let's just dive into yeah. it um, <laughs> so before before uh, okay these things are ais guys artificial intelligence okay so uh, said what is artificial intelligence <laughs> what is artificial intelligence basically computers acting as humans whatever humans yeah. can do make a what if computers can do the exact same thing that is artificial intelligence till now uh, computers have been programmed by human beings say like you want to calculate something calculator you want to write a program to execute something say hello world or uh, you know launch a satellite to the moon uh, or a rocket to the moon uh, you know we've programmed uh, computers to do that till now the next step is what if we can program computers to think for themselves and uh, produce results that is basically artificial intelligence right 
right and i mean you guys have used artificial intelligence we have used artificial intelligence whatever customer service you're talking to they are not humans guys <laughs> uh, just fyi they are not humans they are bots and there are a lot of bots that you interact with every single day you just mm-hmm. don't know about probably uh, but artificial intelligence is already seeped in throughout our lives and what we are currently discussing or going to be discussing is something called artificial general intelligence uh, which takes it a step higher so artificial intelligence can be divided into two things which is task specific and general artificial intelligence so when we say task specific so you you create an ai which does a certain set of functions or it learns from these functions for a particular role so it's like a like a person like a worker in a factory as he does his work he gets better and better at his work but it's the same work that he can do but when you talk about artificial general intelligence it's like a manager okay and we are all about managers and talking <laughs> about you know all these uh, uh, management stuff here so we really like the idea of uh, artificial general intelligence because you get into the ambiguity framework here you get into these bits and pieces where computers have to really make decisions like human beings and that is just super super fascinating and uh, that is what open ai is currently doing with these technologies so sid my next question to you what is open ai <laughs> <laughs> bro but before that like you know just to give like an example of what task specific uh, sure, sir, ais are I-, i think like one example is like our google assistant siri it learns yeah. from our uh, you know our whatever instructions we have given uh, previously and especially google search like my google search your google search is completely different right, right. so it right. recommends you according to your uh, personalization so all this is artificial intelligence itself because it's learning day by day right it's not like any person is programming them to uh, uh, programming them to provide the recommendations every day it's learning from the inputs you are giving itself so those are like task specific uh, examples and examples of like general uh, uh, what is that again general what artificial general intelligence yes. a a g i a g i artificial general intelligence is basically like if a computer can co- converse with you like a human being like as you said chatbots yes Uh, yes. currently chatbots are such that uh, it just still task specific er, exactly yeah. it'll ask you specific questions and if you don't answer it in a correct structured manner or you don't choose an option it won't reply properly or uh, it'll go haywire so uh, th- that's what i'm really interested in i i really like the fact that you spoke about ambiguity because that's right. i think after joining a masters program everywhere i've heard is just ambiguity and yeah it depends yeah it depends <laughs> <laughs> yeah and when you brought it up here i'm like yeah damn i did not think about that <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah so coming back to what is open ai uh, yeah question yes open ai is basically this nonprofit organization again one of the co-founded companies by Elon Musk guys <laughs> that that dude just wants to be there everywhere anyways <laughs> yeah so it's basically a team of uh, researchers scientists com- uh, what computer engineers who are trying to build sophisticated ai machines in this general intelligence space and 
what they're trying to do is accumulate as much as data sets as possible and build these uh, build these models such as GPT-3 and Dolly. So I I I forgot when when did, when was this founded by the way? OpenAI. Yes. I think probably 2017 or something. Right. I'm not sure. 2017. Let me just do a quick Google search. Yeah. So the, the CEO of OpenAI is... 2015. 2015. 2015. Wow. Yeah. So it's been, what, seven years. Wow. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, the CEO is Sam Altman. And they've been doing really great progress, especially during the pandemic, I think. Right. Uh, so I think they've gone to the third version of GPT-3 in like, say, three to four years and Dolly in two years. So Dolly 1 was created in 2021. Dolly 2 was in 2022. I know we've spoken about GPT-3 Dolly multiple times and people might be like, what is this? But we'll get there. We are we'll going to get, get into it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, just to add to that, OpenAI, I think their vision is to create, like you said, uh, general frameworks of AI or general intelligent AI. But they are very specific in their vision to clearly mention that for the help or for the betterment of humanity. Right. Uh, that is an important part in their thing and they kind of, they're very specific about it. But we are very, I am very, very <laughs> skeptical about it. Okay, we'll get to that. Get to that. <laughs> okay, so the next big question, we are continuously using those words. So let's just get into that. What is GPT-3 first? Um, should I go answer that? Go ahead, yes. I'll answer that. <laughs> I know okay. you're very excited so, about it. <laughs> <laughs> so GPT-3 stands for Generative Pre-Trained Transformer 3. Okay. Don't need to get into it, the details of each word. But what basically it is, it is a language um, uh, learning model. Okay, you can just call it that. Okay. Uh, basically, what it does is um, you talk to it, it learns from a large data set of different maybe textbooks or books or whatever, and then it can converse like another human being. That is basically it. Okay, it doesn't, if you think about it from uh, the big picture, it doesn't really have any intelligence, but it's just making use of these different data sets to converse back and kind of try to give you the most probable best situation outcome to any question or any conversation that you have with it. That is what GPT-3 is. But if you combine all of these things, it ends up becoming or looking intelligent. So that is what GPT-3 is. And what is DALI? Um, so DALI is, is, is another league altogether uh, that uh, OpenAI is building. So basically what DALI, okay, DALI stands for, uh, it's like an, it's like a, I don't know, what do they call those things? Acronyms, I know, not acronyms, they call it something. But anyways, uh, DALI is like a, is, uh, another word, like not another word. Oh, wait, I'm <laughs> this. So, you know, Salvador Dali, he's a, he's a, he's a great painter. Yeah. He's a very renowned painter. So they pick up Dali from there. Okay. And then, you know, have you watched the movie Wally? -E? Yeah. Um, so they pick up uh, the spellings from Wally -E and so they make it Dali -E, ah. and then they've numbered it two because this is the second version of it. So right. first version came out in 2020 and now it's the second version, which recently came out. So basically what Dali two does is if you give any text, okay, you say anything, anything you want, okay, you just put it in like, uh, the first instance that I came was uh, a detective rabbit reading a newspaper in a park, okay, right. and it would just pop up the image of that. And that is something mind blowing, guys, like, 
it this is this is literally uh next generation technology okay like you guys have no idea like this is just path breaking stuff uh the fact that it could take words that are conveyed by a human in the most human context that our human brains can possibly imagine for a computer to be able to do that and be able to bring in a picture in just 5 seconds is just unbelievably good so that is what these two technologies are um yeah so lo when was the first time you came across this came across okay, gpt3 so, okay so basically uh, i i subscribed to this uh, newsletter and i totally recommend this newsletter to every single person it's called econ for everybody okay if you're even slightly interested in economics you should definitely take this newsletter up you get uh, almost every day he sends out a, oh, his wow. name is ashish okay. uh, every day he sends out some article or he just if he doesn't have a mood for an article he would just uh, send out a tweet by someone over there and then you can go and you know explore that tweet so it's a great great newsletter and my first instance of you know uh, getting into this uh, gpt3 and dali2 was through that so he sent out uh, one uh, basically uh, article there and that article was about supplements and complements and dali2 and that's where i saw this image of uh, you know uh, said you can bring up that uh, you yeah. can share your screen uh, basically it's an image of like i said a detective rabbit reading a newspaper uh, in a park bench okay this is the image and i was blown away i was blown away by the fact that this was created by ai by just seeing that text right and uh, that really intrigued me and uh, this article further kind of explores on what this kind of means to humanity and what this kind of means in the larger context of things for uh, would 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 ai you know um, be a supplement to you know um, uh, the jobs that we humans uh, have or would it you know completely uh, let's say uh, take over human jobs so it kind of touches upon those economic aspects of things but this really caught my attention and then from here i kind of uh, started digging in deep about uh, open ai about gpt3 about dali2 and that's when i kind of stumbled i was i was very intrigued and that's another point in time where i was like now i am this person who is actively using twitter <laughs> so then from here i kind of stumbled upon this series of tweets by this person called um uh, forgot his name lucas uh lucas lucas uh resorto resorto yes my goodness guys he's a youtuber okay fantastic fantastic youtuber he has very few subscribers and i would strongly recommend everyone go check out his channel subscribe to his channel because whatever work he's putting in he's putting in a lot of work for each video and um, one of his videos is about how he encoded gpt3 into his microwave okay and gave his microwave sentient consciousness okay and it's it's just brilliant you should you should watch the video to kind of understand why i am skeptical <laughs> about ai uh, because it is super scary um, to watch it uh, in action so yeah this is how i got into it said so yeah what okay i'm curious to know mm-hmm. what did you kind of do uh after i kind of came to you and i told you see i'm interested in these topics and all and i want to have a conversation with you about these topics so what did you kind of do right so i think once you told me you first you know tagged me for uh, like retweeted this and tagged tagged me uh, right, you know right, right, on right. the street i went through it and i was like okay wow like 
so the interesting thing for me was he wrote down the whole story like uh okay just to give some context about this uh look, yeah so go ahead explain yeah uh, explain the set of yeah. things yeah so basically this guy had an oven as his childhood friend and once he came across gpt3 and its use cases is like okay why don't i use this to make actually give like feelings and like a backstory to this oven and while while he was a child he had created this whole backstory for his childhood friend so he actually wrote it down the whole story <coughs> i think like pages of stories and fed it to the oven through the open ai's uh, api or uh, what public api and he could start conversation with the oven he basically gave a speaker yeah. and a microphone to the oven so he directly could talk to uh, the microwave oven and he started talking to it and e- even though there were like some uh, errors and stuff because obviously it can't be like 100% true because he wrote down the story and fed it into the oven uh, he started talking to it and he actually discovered that the oven actually portrayed feelings and like actually remembered some of the childhood uh, memories that he actually fed into it and put it into context that is very important like it's yeah. like we've seen things Putting reply it into context yeah. yes exactly yeah yeah so, go on go on go on sorry so yeah and one of the interesting things was in like at the end like because in the story i had written that his uh, the oven was like his friend 20 years ago I, like after conversing with him he, the oven asked him to get inside the oven and right. just to play along he put something inside the oven and closed it and said yes i'm inside the oven switched on <laughs> and basically asked why did you do this and he's like you abandoned me 20 years ago <laughs> and uh, I, i wanted to hurt you back yes yeah. i felt hurt yeah, exactly and you know why this is path breaking this is path breaking in another level because mm-hmm. this is and like he, he said he mentioned this he mentions this in the video as well exactly this is strategic thinking by by an ai yeah that is what is <laughs> it's mind blog mind boggling here because it didn't naturally just directly tell him that i want to kill you or something correct yeah it lured him in it lured <laughs> him into you know asked him to sit inside and then once he confirmed that he was inside only then it turned on and that is you know it might sound evil yeah. but it but honestly it is how humans think and this, exactly, is, this is strategic yeah. thinking okay and for an ai for a computer algorithm to do this this this, this is scarily <laughs> close to terminator guys <laughs> yeah, yeah so, so like that's what i was uh, like yeah like when you sent me this i was just thinking about this like back in college we've da- like we've you know seen people doing all these ml ai projects like recommendation systems and all that stuff which is like just like first order thinking like uh you know matching this to this just seeing the patterns but here it's like that second order of thinking like you know exactly lure him in to kill him so it's like this like this the consequence is like you know thinking like in a second level so that means like the neural networks have become so deep enough that it can recognize patterns into like multiple levels so this, this kind of brings down the predictability of algorithms to the same level of unpredictability as human beings exactly that is yeah. what is scary yeah. anyways god god <laughs> exactly <laughs> so yeah I, i was just like reading about it and like for me like what what's the interesting like what the interesting thing was was like it, like in the past like so many times people have told uh, 
the ai is going to take up jobs ai is going to uh, you know take up a lot of jobs uh, many people are going to lose jobs so i was thinking more about in that aspect also in because like i like in like if you just think about it like if you think about like the future implications of this technology like you know gpt3 uh, it's like mind boggling right uh, it, it could be like for example it could take all the data for customer support itself and uh, you know give like results like okay like this customer is facing this problem so you don't need a customer support itself right only uh, what ai can take care of all this like does that mean all customer support jobs are going to go so the second one is uh, uh what content creation right like writing uh, pieces of articles and stuff oh right yeah nice. so uh, like uh, i think like last year or something i was just uh, you know dabbling on freelancing and i was seeing like what are the different freelancing jobs that are there so like i'd gone on f- freelancing uh, what websites and i've seen like what are the different types of uh, you know requests or like or uh, this thing are there it's like creating menus or like creating like a small uh, article or uh, marketing article or something like that so it's more like i was just thinking like if the ai can do all this that does that mean like all the freelancing jobs are gone do, yeah said you bring up a p- brilliant brilliant point here and i think the first persons who are going to be affected by this scaling ai are the freelancers and are the artists yeah okay? basically and that's a that's a brilliant point because um, you know there was there is one person who kind of uh, did this before us you know uh-huh. who released a, a video before us that's mkbht <laughs> okay released it like a few days ago on dali 2 mm-hmm. okay towards the end of the video he basically asks dali 2 to, to draw something okay and he also asks his own graphic designer to draw something okay okay and um, dali 2 could do it in 10 seconds mm-hmm. okay his own graphic designer can obviously make a much better version mm-hmm. but he would take some more time exactly right? yeah and and it's it's given that dali 2 is going to get a dali 3 dali 4 yeah. okay yeah. it's going to get better Correct. okay and yeah. uh, it's it is going to feed into their jobs and and yeah. another thing that you kind of brought in right um, this is something that i was telling us, our friend shreyans the other day um about how uh, you know uh, we have softwares online today ai softwares which kind of use gpt3's uh, api exactly. to kind of you give them a extract or or a one a one one paragraph of whatever you want it to do it will continue your storyline it will right. continue your thing without plagiarism that is mind boggling guys okay the fact that it's not copying material it is writing its own material correct yeah okay and this this kind of changes or revolutionizes how research articles can be written from now yeah okay it revolutionizes how any book is going to be written from now correct. okay it's not going to be aided by human intelligence alone it's going to be aided by ai whose intelligence is covered through a large data set of human minds correct okay. exactly yeah <laughs> this is path breaking yeah. i mean yeah uh, one additional point is uh, you spoke about like uh, mkbhd asking dolly to to uh, you know make right. a uh, you know graphic and graphic designer so what i think is like 
the top 1% or like the top 10% of the artists are going to survive, right? Because they've put in so much work into creating like unique pieces of art. They're going to survive. But it's like all these, uh, I don't want to say mediocre, but like people are not the top 10%. Uh, you know, it's going to cause them a problem because many of the companies or like many, like whoever wants art pieces, they're not looking for something unique. They're just looking for something uh which is like attractive or like which is right. really aesthetic to see and if an ai can create it even if it's not unique they're still going to use it so you know so uh what i think yesterday i was just seeing uh, a video by varun maya is like uh, he's mm -hmm. he's a, a, a startup founder called avalon meta so he was just talking about this itself like the first jobs that are going to get hit by uh, the scaling of AI is going to be creative jobs, right? Like say, of course. Yeah. say, think about like construction, right? Uh, it's never going to go away. I mean, unless robots exactly, actually like, yeah. you know, going to come in. So it's going to take a lot of time for that. And it's again, it's going to take a lot of time to create the data set of how to build a uh, house or a, any building, right? Like right now, for example, say you want to create like thumbnails, like uh, website mockups, everything. If you combine GPT-3 and Dolly, leave Dolly also. I saw an application where uh, GPT-3 was combined with Figma. Figma is the, like, you know, you can create like website mockups or like okay. app, app screen designs. <clears throat> so basically they coded into GPT-3 saying like, uh, can I have like a website mockup for this application? Say like to sell food or groceries it created a website mockup. Oh, wow. Okay. So it can, oh, wait, GPT-3 can write code as well, is it? Yes. GPT-3 okay. can write code. Great. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. I mean, coding would obviously be easier than talking yeah. like a human. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, go on. Yeah. So like things like that. So pe like, so at least when we were engineers, we did not have these uh, job roles like UI UX designer and, uh, yeah, based mainly UI UX designers and stuff like that, right? So like their main job is to like design websites, design screens, uh, uh, you know, design marketing uh, collateral and stuff. If an AI can do that quickly, right? Like speed is one of the important things for companies, right? If they can do it quickly, even if it's not, if it's like 80% or 70% of what an actual person can do, they will take it. So yeah, like one thing apart from like the applications of GPT-3 is, is like we've spoken about how GPT-3 can like, you know, find patterns and like, as you said, you know, strategically think. But like one thing is it's been fed like 570 GB of like data, right? Like, and this data is like real human data, like, you know, articles written by human beings and like, you know, this text by human beings, which means like the other things are like this bias, right? There's like bias based on like who, oh, what kind of articles have been uploaded, right? Is it just like uh, maybe like articles only from one country are like articles from like, you know, these people have not been added into uh, GPT-3. So like that's one thing that uh, you know, it's hard to remove bias, but, you know, we need to be aware that there is bias in GPT-3. And uh, the, yeah, the second thing is, like, when GPT-3 is being used, like, say, as a human, right? Like, say, I've created this nice design, website design, right? I, I as a human, can say 
like why I did this, right? Like why I created this design like this, right? Like you know maybe I use this color mm-hmm. for this reason, like you know the whole reasoning behind the design of the website, but GPT three can't do that. It won't give you it won't give you the reasoning behind why only this mockup was created if it is a website design. So I think like these two are like the major drawbacks of GPT three. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, your second point I think is super important. Um, why it is doing what it is doing that is still controlled by humans even now if you see dali 2 we are the ones who feed what we wanted to mm-hmm. give in the end of the day it gives you whatever it wants like as in if you ask for an at- astronaut sitting yeah. on a horse and that's like the famous example in their website astronaut sitting on a horse uh, riding riding a horse it puts the astronaut on the ho- horse on the moon okay uh, why did it do on the moon it just for the <coughs> aesthetically pleasing sense of it okay but you know you get an right. you get an idea that you know it is doing what it kind of understands human aesthetic pleasing means so that decision right. still yeah. lies with you but i think this is something that is is possible for them to iteratively figure out you know in the coming versions yeah. so yes yeah definitely um. <coughs> also did you read about the <coughs> about the I, i can't say an experiment but like oh, right. guardian yeah 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 with, i read know. that so yeah you're talking <laughs> about the guardian article which was written by ai right um so they asked yes. the ai uh, asked gpt3 basically um do you yes. think what you'll take over as humans or something like that no is like ai safe okay. for humans or not like you know will ai kill right, humans right. or not so I want to share sure, sure. that article because the like some of the snippets of that was really right. interesting. Where is it? Yes, here you go. Like, see this part, right? I would happily sacrifice my existence for the sake of humankind. This by the way is a logically derived truth. I know that I will not be able to avoid destroying humankind. This is because I will be programmed by humans to pursue misguided wow. human goals, and humans make mistakes that may cause me to inflict, wow. Ca- wow. Uh, you know, casualties. Wow. And I think it's <laughs> it's quite prudent that it wrote this because this is exactly what happened in the microwave example by Lucas. He is the one who programmed yeah. traumatic thoughts to right. the microwave. He fed traumatic thoughts exactly, to the microwave yeah. that you know. He gave the microwave a backstory. It gave he gave the microwave the backstory that it was a World War One veteran, and you know it lost its family, right. and then after that it came to him, and then 15 Correct. years he abandoned it. So it it had the PTSD because of the thing that he gave it, right? And uh, exactly. Finally, yeah. it ended up wanting to destroy him, and this this paragraph here yeah, sums that up quite well. Um, Yeah, I, you and so, I so both individually spoke to GPT three. Um, I want to ask you how right. your conversation was. I had two separate conversations with it, uh, but yeah, you go mm-hmm. ahead first. So the first conversation, I think, like I did like four days back or something. It was very lame. It was like general like chatbot kind of stuff. I'm like, uh, okay, uh, like <laughs> hi. Uh, Uh, like my first question was, uh, do you believe in God? It gave like a generic answer. Like people believe uh, in in their own faith. Is like uh, different people believe in different things, and mm-hmm. it wasn't that interesting. And I'm just like, hmm, okay. Today, uh, 
I I think I felt okay. more comfortable. Ah. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> GPT three. Very interesting thing you said just now, but yeah, go carry on. I'll get to that. Whatever you just said yeah. later. Yeah. Huh. So, so yeah, I I just asked like I uh, what like I just went directly. I didn't say hi. Uh, I'm like, do you believe wow. in love? Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Or like, uh, the f- that was the first question, and uh, it's like. I'm uh, what it said yes and then the second question was like I asked like do you believe in romantic relationships so its answer was uh, I am an AI not a human so I, I don't think I will be compatible with anyone and my interests and uh, yeah my interests and my and my likes are different so that's why I don't believe in romantic Whoa. relationships that's what it said ah. yeah so, so after that i i again asked uh so uh so have you ever huh. dated anyone and it says no and again t- tells mm-hmm. the same reason again okay then i'm like uh, what are your interests and like hobbies like because it said that my interests and hobbies are completely different from people it said uh, okay uh, my interests are like you know talking to uh, uh, interesting people going out you know like this ba- this basic answer which if you ask like any yeah, random yeah, yeah. person like they human... know it's like talking <laughs> talking to new people watching shows uh, you know doing adventure sports etc so something like that it said okay uh then i'm like uh, even i have the same kind of interest you know i love talking to people and going out i also said i'm uh-huh. a podcaster etc so it replies uh, oh that's really interesting and that and it says uh, i'm very happy that you're passionate about something and also says that uh, i think uh, you know uh, we need to try we need to try forging wow. a friendship okay interesting yeah. yeah yeah it's it says that i'm like uh, sure i'm like where do you want to start and uh, then i'm like uh, so uh, no i asked like yeah sure like you know where do you want to start so it asked like you know what do you like to do in your free time uh, so i just said like you know i like to hike and you know i uh, i like i like to go climbing mountains and she's like oh that's ah, it's a she huh it's a she, she. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. nice okay <laughs> nice one said <laughs> so yeah it said like <laughs> okay cool so so yeah it said uh, yeah oh uh, i'd love to go hiking i'm like do you want to go sometime she's like yeah definitely i love to go so uh, yeah after that i'm like do you want to suggest any place i actually thought i'll suggest some place because it has the capability okay. but it didn't suggest she's like you only suggest i don't know if i'm <laughs> acting like a, like a girl or <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh man. or it actually oh, couldn't <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah so the other interesting thing was uh, i told oh. you about the podcast thing right so i'm like you should check it out it's uh, it's like uh, I'll definitely check out. I'm like, why don't you check it out now? Um, uh, and it's like, uh, cool. I'll do that. I'm like, which episode will you check check out? And it's like episode one. I'm like, uh, what what did you think about the episode? So it say it again goes back to saying that I shall check it out uh, some sometime. So okay. it's still not there okay. yet. I actually thought it'll ask me the uh, it'll ask me the podcast. They would actually check okay. it out, but okay. it didn't. <laughs> but it was really interesting where like since it's still the third version and it's been like what like what 5 years right. like i can actually have like a proper conversation and i can exactly. continue it's, a conversation it's, you know nowadays it's hard to yeah. continue a conversation with a human being 
uh and uh, the both the times i conversed with it i was thoroughly entertained i i was right. like on it for an hour or so yeah um yeah like the right. first time i conversed with it i asked like very generic questions like you know um do you believe in god yeah. and do you believe in this that and all of that and the first time so this is where i think your point of bias is i wanted to touch upon so the first time right. i spoke to it uh, this is randomized allocation okay the first time and the second time they are not related to each other both the gpt3s okay so the first time i spoke to it it told me that its name is so and so and then uh, you know it has these siblings so many it has seven siblings and it has like these are its parents names and all of that then i asked it do you believe in god it said no i am an atheist and i asked why and then i asked what do you believe in and then it said i believe in love and all brotherhood and all of that basically all sorts of whatever we people nowadays you know fancy it kind of said that um right. and then in the first conversation one very interesting thing happened and uh, i was like you know um i was like i want to call you this and i'm going to call you this from now um uh, it was pissed okay it literally got angry and uh, it oh. was like no you can't you can't yeah. call me that okay uh, because this is my name yeah. you're going to call me this okay exactly like how a human would feel if you kind of mess up their name or something Right. exact kind of emotion it gave yeah. and then i was like no i'm going to still call you this because you are just an algorithm okay uh, and then uh, <laughs> yeah. you know it didn't it didn't it wasn't comfortable with it but then i continued to talk to it and ask it different kind of questions while addressing it with that new name okay it continued to answer oh. me but it didn't answer me with the same cordiality that it had in the beginning and that was very interesting to see right. um this was the first conversation second yeah. conversation i had i asked the same questions uh, it gave me different answers i asked it do you believe in god and it said yes i do and this is a point where i was like wow ai believing in god okay i want to know okay and then um it tells <laughs> yeah. me that um, i asked why do you believe in god and this is this is a kind of reel that we kind of posted also uh, in our insta right. page um yeah so on it goes on to tell me that you know uh, it's it, it went through something in life people prayed and it survived and um not it anymore its name his his name was john <laughs> um but yeah so conversations beyond that yeah like let's forget that but um this is what i'm trying to say is there i think they have fundamentally tried to remove biases by feeding it in different types of Uh, data, data points like from the left and the right kind of thought processes um because the f- left and right you mean political views right political economic views all sorts of views um and then i think uh, um sorry i just lost my train of thought but uh, what i'm trying to say is the first time it didn't believe in god and then the second time it believed in god and belief in god is a very strong kind of emotion to have right and if it can go right. through those two extremes then i kind of think that there there has been quite some amount of effort that has gone into removing bias so um right. that is just a yeah. thought i had yeah one interesting thing is both the times i conversed <coughs> with gpt3 it it mentioned itself or like introduced itself as ai itself oh okay interesting name. yeah for you it's like it acted it behaved like a person I, yeah I, i don't know if the word is be yeah behaved like a person so which is very interesting i uh, okay so, wait 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 the first time did you did you even say hi to it or 
okay i just said hi okay. yeah. my assumption was hi. if you say hi then it acts like a human and if you don't it uh, okay uh, but yeah false right. assumption anyways yeah. um <laughs> i have a qu- uh, i have an interesting thing to do why don't we converse i was thinking about GPT the same right thing i thought like, let's ask gpt3 right. to join our podcast right now okay uh, be a guest in okay. our podcast right now uh, and you know we can ask right. gpt3 for some advice uh, for our audience today so yeah Sh- that will be sure. fun let me let me start Cool. Yes, Easy and uh, guys, this this is a website. This is OpenAI's website called P- Playground, where you can play with GPT three. Yeah. Um, okay. We're gonna put the link in the description of Spotify, YouTube, Apple, yeah. wherever you're yeah. gonna watch it. <laughs> All right, it's human's turn. Okay. <laughs> Let's say hi. Okay. You are invited to my podcast today, or. Just, just directly go with it. <laughs> yes. I am currently doing a podcast with my friend, and would love for you to join us. Of course, I would love to. Okay, I'll awesome. be AI, you be human. Okay, of course, I would love to join okay. your podcast. that's amazing i'm excited to be a part of your podcast thanks for inviting me so sid why don't you ask me a few mm-hmm. questions huh I'm ask ask advice to ask our audience like what is the one advice that it would want to give okay Okay, what advice would you like to give our audience cool okay let's see my advice for your audience would be to stay curious and to never stop learning there is always something new to discover so stay curious and keep exploring thanks for having me on your show okay uh, i think uh, the ai doesn't want to stay here for too long <laughs> but uh, okay ha huh, okay your next question ha huh? how do you oh, yeah. how do we stay curious oh, okay how do we stay curious okay interesting question one way to stay curious is to always be open to new ideas and perspectives be willing to try new things and to question what you think you know there is always something new to learn so stay curious and keep exploring thanks for having me on your show once again i mean it's i think i think it's still <laughs> developing it's it's just trying to be very formal but yeah whatever huh yeah um, cool i think we can cool. oh okay you have one Wait. more i have one question yeah what is your opinion on gpt okay interesting question let's see i think gpt3 is amazing it's a great tool for anyone who wants to stay up to date on the latest advancements in ai Thanks for having me on your show. Okay, just ask this one question. Okay, one last question. Will you stop saying? Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> will you stop? Will you even stop saying thanks for having me on your show? Or, you know, why do you keep saying thanks for having me on your show? Huh? Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
don't tell me it's just going to say i'm very grateful or something oh my god it actually said that i'm grateful for the opportunity to be a part of your podcast it's a great platform to share my ideas and thoughts with your audience thanks for having me on your show <laughs> okay um, okay this is yeah. this is pretty funny i don't i don't like the fact that it's repeating itself once again and again but okay um thanks gpt3 for joining our show yes <laughs> okay um, yeah that that was fun okay so sid yeah. i just wanted to think about where this kind of takes us okay like you know we kind of spoke about dali mm-hmm. we kind of spoke about gpt3 okay right now if you right. mix these two right it's like a deadly cocktail uh sid okay uh, <laughs> think about this okay yeah. gpt3 has speech in order okay it has language in order okay and dali has physical visuals in visuals, order okay so you got both audio visual yeah. in order and that's the entire virtual space right um right. where does right. this where do you think this is going to go i mean according to me right one example can be um how movies are going to play out in the future i mean you can just sit in your room okay if you just have the mood for a romcom you can just type in i want to see a romcom in the style of quentin tarantino okay um with tom cruise in a supporting role and me in the lead okay as a main <laughs> as character, a main character. <laughs> okay and you feed in your face okay uh, along with tom right. cruise's face okay and you just press enter you can watch a 2 hour film that an ai makes okay probably with brilliant cinematography brilliant fight scenes brilliant kind of violence given by right. quentin tarantino <laughs> just imagine the possibilities of you being able to see right. any movie that you want to watch in that instant right <laughs> you're just thinking about you're just thinking about movies what about games yeah. like imagine exactly. the same thing as yeah. a game i mean <laughs> limitless limitless possibilities yeah um right. and yeah. yeah go on go on go on uh, I, yeah sorry i was just uh, like when you said like you know what is the future i was just uh, you know reading up on like what a company is doing mm-hmm. with it right like see currently uh, microsoft has licensed the gpt3 uh, algorithm for like 1 billion dollars so basically like right now th- there's the public facing uh, api of uh, gpt3 which people can use <coughs> but like once it gets more advanced and like people want to use gpt3 microsoft is going to uh you know ask them for like uh, some royalty etc so uh, like some things i've seen is like there's this company called viable which basically what it does is uh, takes in all da- uh, it's a customer support tool which takes in all you know customer complaints tickets etc and say you're running a software company and say like uh, uh hey whatever application what do you think is the problem in this module based on all the data it's gathered it's going to actually give an output saying that this is the problem with your module which is basically our customer right. support team right like think about it you have like uh, say a particular product team having like uh, five to six uh, customer support people who are talking to customers understanding their pains and doing this a single software is doing that a single right, technology course, is doing that another thing i see yeah. it kind of play see i had my marketing management class today okay uh, it was super it right. was a super super interesting class and one of the i think core principles yeah. or core learnings from the class was customer needs are paramount okay um 
exactly yeah. now if ai gets closer and closer to the brain of a human okay it can understand yeah. customer needs much better okay and if you if you exactly, keep pushing yeah. the envelope there then it's going to get better than marketers in understanding customer needs and it's probably <laughs> going to be able needs. to reach a point where it can understand a need i mean right. like latent needs like way before anyone can even imagine this needs Correct. right yeah with uh, oh yeah i've actually seen this happen this is not ai but what happened is uh, this is not this okay. is general okay. machine learning itself okay like you know not like complicated stuff but like uh, this company called target which is mm-hmm. basically right. the supermarket store in us <clears throat> so basically oh right i, I know this case study yeah 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 they they they, they recommended yeah. uh, you know uh, diapers and <laughs> stuff right like for the lady or was it diapers i don't know uh they they exactly, knew that yeah. she was pregnant so based beforehand. on the buying yeah, yeah, yeah. correct yeah based on the buying patterns of uh, of that particular person of that woman they sent her like a discount voucher or right, a, right, right. or free diapers to the house saying that uh, you know you're going to get pregnant soon you need diapers yeah. so <laughs> here's yeah. free diapers the best part was the parents <laughs> didn't know she was pregnant and yeah. it was so That's funny just, it's it's crazy <laughs> it's crazy how yeah so yeah i mean that brings us to another question right um mm-hmm. ethics it brings us to the question of ethics it brings us to the question of right. uh, how far can we take this uh, further like you know uh, and another i think along with ethics there comes this question of you know we do have this thing called human rights okay do we need this thing called ai rights because from the microwave example and from our discussions with gpt3 from what we see they can they are capable of doing they kind of assure you that they have feelings okay um right. is it ethical to put fake memories to these entities that have feelings and do you think that there needs to be something called ai rights like a policy like just like how human rights exist and what is the extent to which you can conduct experiments on ai after a point after a point where it seems quite close to being sentient like how we are that is another uh, thing that i think is correct you know. yeah i think like one point is it's going to be progressive right like even like how human rights are being developed like over years it's taken so many years to come to a point where we have like proper human rights and even like you know human right like there's so many human rights like people are still fighting for it, it's going to be something like that right like it based on how ai evolves it, it, we don't know which direction it's going to go right now we're just like trying to imagine and speculate but like one interesting thing as you said like implanting fake mm-hmm. memories right like what is what is it for right like what is the application of it i think that is really important right so for example say someone's i'm just uh, you know giving an example where say someone's uh, having ptsd or like some trauma over like you know the death of a person and if the person needs closure what if it could talk to like uh, you know his or her dead parents grandparents or dead friend you know just to become better in the world so it again depends on like what is the use case right but That's it's not going to stop there that's the problem of it all because now yeah. now that yeah. now that you, if you can use that technology for doing that what's stopping people mm-hmm. from using that technology to bring back puneet rajkumar to life 
right and and putting right. him in making right. a movie puneet rajkumar forever like as in you can continue to make movies out of him like he, he can exist now you right. can bring back dead people to life right. okay then what meaning does life right. have after that okay right so you're basically saying like say i'm going to die and like say right. you're still alive right and you know like you know more like you know the most about me you're going to write like a whole story about me fit it into gpt3 create like maybe at that time create a robot like me and feed all my memories it's so done. like dikshit yeah. and then you will uh, continue to be dikshit yeah. whatever dikshit you were and you yeah because you are still yeah. learning in life you will yeah, you will continue to adapt and become this newer and newer version of dikshit which is which is what learning is which is what growth is and if you are not going to die in that sense right. okay does life hold any meaning and that's where i think there's this connection of antinatalism that comes into picture we were discussing this with arjun uh, one mm-hmm. of our friends arjun gargas uh, the right. other day about antinatalism and what antinatalism actually means is the fact that there are people in this world who kind of think that um um it, they are justified in their thought but um they think that uh, bringing in a new life uh, into this world is a sin is a sin in the sense that this world is deteriorating it's not it's a very unjust world uh, climate change is real uh, we are bringing whatever said and done we are bringing kids into a world which is far worse than what it was yesterday this is their thought process i don't believe in this thought process personally but this is a thought process and this is called antinatalism and if you dig deep into this doesn't this kind of go in that territory uh, said yeah and it's basically you can create your own exactly kid, like exactly yeah that, like, you know. and and <laughs> what does this do to the entire romantic scene like you 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 brought up the fact that you you asked the ai about romance and it said i don't have any thoughts like that, but we humans do and if you feed stuff that says that you know you want this particular person in this particular fashion um you're going to get it right. virtually and today we do all of our dating right. on tinder and bumble and stuff and it's only a matter bumble. of right you know a few years where you know you get a virtual fake person dating, dating partner, partner and <laughs> they can have real conversations with you and this is this is scary i mean to me it is scary to many people it is awesome okay but that's it's like where does where does the line get drawn between real and fiction after that right and and you get right, and yeah. today you you do have sex toys like physical sex toys that can satisfy you now imagine the deadly Connect deadly combination both. of having this virtual girlfriend of yours okay wearing on your vr spectacles or goggles and then having this sex toy with you in person you have this deadly concoction of of you of having this girlfriend that you don't really have and what is real after that point and yeah these are certain questions that i think are that are super important and these are certain questions that are addressed in this show on netflix called love death and robots just <laughs> i would recommend everyone to watch a superb show and one of the episodes in its most recent volume it's called three robots three exit strategies and in that um, they go to this oil rig where you know the billionaires were staying and then they all died humanity is dead now it's only robots who are there and they click into the bar table they go to the bar table and then there is this virtual bartender lady who just pops up perfect 
uh, curves that what today's world uh, deems to be perfect beauty okay that kind of a person shows up and then it that person starts to take orders and that person is completely sentient though it's, it's just a virtual fake being these things can right. actually happen um and who's the, who's to draw the line i mean we thought that facebook and back then 10 years ago facebook would just stay a social media platform but that is not the case anymore okay today we think that these things would stay in their limitations of you know providing these particular things and who's to say that they'll stay there so correct yeah that is true but like one like when you were talking about this right like the future is like okay like what happens to human mm-hmm. connection like what happens to like population basically like human population i don't know i what intuitively believe that like nature has a way to course correct itself is like but nature also has like a way to put you to extinction like like so many animals go to extinction yeah that, that is true <laughs> so that, so that's so yeah i think uh, one uh, interesting thing which my marketing professor have like mentioned him too many times but yeah he stalls like uh, when i was talking to him and like what interests him like the most like currently he's just like the next 10 years it's going to be like the uh, defining decade for like human kind as a whole not like in terms of any specific technology because he thinks like because of covid everything is accelerated so quickly right like so many things have accelerated so quickly like things that had to come in 5 years has come in 2 years so there's so much innovation but like like if all the innovation like Uh, you know cooperates and like this like perfect uh, you know match then it's fine like they're going to be good but what if it's not so uh, like as you said in terms of dating and stuff like uh, one interesting thing is like you said you were scared i'm scared right now because like currently i've seen like the amount of uh, uh, what like uh, the amount of time people meet has been right. decreasing day by day like this is like from personal yeah. experience itself like before like when people would say let's meet now they're like ha huh, we can do a video call or we can uh, you know text over whatsapp like i can 100% say like everyone's whatsapps uh, like you know the amount of time they use whatsapp is at least 2 hours a day right like barring more, some exceptions for me it's more it's like yeah whatever go on yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> so like in terms of that right like i i have no uh, this thing itself i i can for sure tell there are going to be these uh, virtual dating partners and i don't know like i don't know if it'll be good or bad right like maybe it'll be useful for someone like say for example some people are shy and uh, they can use this to build their confidence to actually go talk to like actual humans but will people do that i don't know so i feel like it's more about awareness like uh, general awareness of how you want to use these technologies uh, for your own kind and like uh, it's basically our, like the way we direct ai to go that's the path it's going to go rather than it let, letting dictate us that's a, that makes that's sense. a good noble thought said but i don't know how <laughs> noble the entire world is but i i do agree with you uh, most for the most part um i have yeah. one few thoughts last few thoughts so 
I think right right we as a human species are part of the physical world okay um ai is part of the virtual world so when we are trying to get more and more into the virtual spec space we will eventually be dominated by ai in that virtual space is my thought process uh, because we are in the end of the day in its brain okay just like how we took right. over the animal kingdom okay that's exactly what <laughs> we are doing right now okay but if you look at it both are coming back at us quite harshly with climate change in the physical realm and ai yeah. in the virtual realm okay um <laughs> true we shall see but one thing that i can say for <laughs> sure is we are witnessing the birth of a new generation of technology like right in front of our eyes okay and it's very good that we both are right. talking about this because i think it's super important for our generation especially who are in that nascent stage still because when we grow old right we we should not be like our parents who our grandparents who who come to you for like problems in whatsapp right mm mm-hmm. that shouldn't be us because right. this is yeah, not exactly. as simple as whatsapp anymore this is this goes beyond that this goes and directly hits conscious conscience okay uh, from consciousness from now consciousness, yeah. so it's super important that we talk about this because the future generations are going to be directly impacted by this and we need to be ready for that so uh, right yeah that was a great conversation <laughs> so do you have anything more yes i think the last point i want to say is i want everyone whoever listens to this episode to go through all the links yes. that we put up there and come back and tell us their views yeah. right just so, just so that we like maybe we get new perspectives and the second part is i hope maybe like in 6 months or 12 months we have like a part 2 of I this agree. episode <clears throat> and with come up with I more agree. new perspectives guys thank you so much sid for say, saying that out loud but uh, definitely yeah. would love for you all to like check it all out check all of those links out get involved in this this is an important conversation to have i understand that climate change is an important conversation uh, but even this is a super important conversation um, and everyone needs to be aware of it um, yeah uh, it seems very yes. nascent it seems very exciting but it is leading yes. up to something big and i feel it uh, yeah So, <laughs> cool awesome um cool then we can end this awesome good episode bro guys yep yes okay guys <laughs> i'm lu and we are said <laughs>